0: Okay, these cats are aggressively loving. He, Peyton's cat Binks went to rub his face on my face, and he like head butts you, and then like rubs. It's very aggressively yeah. sweet? Question mark. In patches, I've never seen you be so sweet. They're just so happy for some attention.
1: And then I, and then also he, when he makes biscuits, he always. It's his paw on you, so he
0: scratches you. Oh, he's like, Here, let me biscuit you. Scratch. He's like, You didn't want that skin, yeah, okay. did you? Yeah, he's like, You didn't need it. It's fine. All right. A series of unfortunate events. The hostile, or ho- I want to say hostile because it looks like that word, but it's not. That's not the word. It's wrong. It's hostile. The hostile hospital. Chapter three. Okay, here's the deal this is a song, but I'm not singing it. Do you want to sing it? Yes. Okay, Peyton's going to sing it. Hold on. Cause she actually knows how to. Here, you sing, and I'll distract the cat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're a volunteer so fighting disease, and we're cheerful, cheerful all day long. <laughs> if someone said we were sad, that then per, that that ah, person would be wrong. No. Hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to recite that. Okay. We're volunteers fighting disease, and we're cheerful tear all day long. <laughs> if someone said that we were sad, that person would be wrong. We visit people who are sick and try to make them laugh. I mean, try to make them smile, even if their nose bleeds or they, if they cough up vile. Tra-la-la, fiddle hope you get well soon. Ho ho ho, hee hee hee! Have a heart chip balloon. We visit people who are ill and try to make them laugh, even when doctors say they must solve them in half.
0: Oh my God!
1: We sing and sing all day, night, and I mean all night and all day, and we're, and then we sing some more. It, we sing to a voice with broken boi- bones and. Girls who have sore throats. Tralala, fiddle dee, hope you get well soon. Ho ho ho, hee hee hee, have a heart shaped balloon. <laughs> we sing to people with measles. Mm-hmm. I mean, with to men with measles and people with the, and girls with the flu. And when you breathe in deadly germs, we'll probably sing to you. Tralala, fiddle dee, hope you get well soon. Ho ho ho, hee hee hee, have a heart shaped balloon. It's a very
0: interesting song. Yeah. But you that's how they sing it in the show? Yeah. Okay. Obviously
1: they know it better,
0: Yeah, like of it. course, of course. They're not like uh ah, e, ah, beep boop like that.
1: Yeah. Cheerful gets me up.
0: Cheerful what? The
1: when I'm sing,
0: when I when I was singing the first page. Yeah. It had cheerful on it. It's that kept me me up. Oh yeah, I know. Okay. An associate of mine named William. Congreve once wrote a very sad play that begins with the line, music has charms to soothe the savage beast. A sentence here, which means that if you are nervous or upset, you might listen to some music to calm yourself or calm yourself down or cheer yourself up. For instance, as I crouch here behind an altar of the cathedral of the alleged virgin, a friend of mine is playing a a sonata on the pipe. It's called sonata on the pipe organ. To calm me down, and the sounds of my typewriter will not be heard by the word of the whispers sitting in the pews. The mournful melody of the sonata reminds me of a tune my father used to sing when he did the dishes. It's weird. And I, and as I listen, as I listen to it, I can temporarily forget the six or seven of my troubles.
1: I'm
0: doing dishes. I'm doing dishes. But the soothing effect on the music of a savage beast obviously depends on what kind of music is being played. And I'm sorry to say that the Baudelaire orphans listened to the song of VFD. They did not feel one bis- bit less nervous or upset. When Violet and Klaus and Sunny boarded the VFD fan- van, they were so worried, <clears throat> so worried about capture, they scarcely look or- took a look around them until they were quite far away from the last chance general store but when the shopkeeper was merely a speck on the flat empty landscape the children turned their attention to their new hiding place that they were they were about there were about 20 people in the van every single one of them was exceedingly cheerful there were cheerful men cheerful women a handful of cheerful children and very cheerful a very cheerful driver did you say the word cheerful messed you up me too a very cheerful driver who occasionally took his eyes off the road to grin cheerfully at his passengers when the Baudelaires took a long trip in an automobile, they liked to pass the time by reading or looking at the scenery or thinking private thoughts. But as soon as the van pulled out of the general store, the bearded man started started the bearded man started playing his guitar and led all of the volunteer fighting disease in a cheerful song, and each tra-la-la made the Baudelaires more anxious than before. When the, volunteer, when the volunteers began to sing the verse about the people's noses bleeding, the siblings were sure someone would stop singing and say, wait a minute, these children weren't here in the van before. They don't belong here. When the singers started singing the verse about the doctor song, someone in half, the children were certain someone would stop singing and say, wait a minute, those three people don't know the lyrics to the song. They don't belong here. And the cheerful passengers during the, the section of the song said, discussing deadly germs the siblings were unequivocally positive that someone would stop singing and say wait a minute these three children are the murderers that they described in the daily punctilio they don't belong here but the volunteer fighting disease were too cheerful to wait a minute they believed so strongly that no news is good news and that none of them had even glanced at the daily punctilio because it's too depressing yeah it is depressing And that none of them have, and that they were too busy singing to notice that bootlers didn't belong in the van. Boy, do we love that song! The bearded man said when the last chorus ended. I could sing it all the way to Heimlich, 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 or Heimlich?
1: Heimlich,
0: Heimlich Hospital. But I guess we better save our voices for for the day's work. So why don't we settle down and have a few cheerful conversations instead? That sounds super duper, said one of the volunteers, and everybody nodded in agreement. The bearded man put away his guitar and sat next to the Baudelaires. We'd better make up false names, Violet said. Violet whispered to Klaus, so nobody knows who we are. But the Daily Punctilio got our names wrong, Klaus said, so maybe we should just use real ones. Well, let's get to know each other," the bearded man said cheerfully. "I like to get to know each other. I like to get to know each and every one of her volunteers. Well, my name is Sally. Oh, hello, Kitty. Okay, hello. Gee. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. She just like rumpled up on here and like knocked the phone around. <laughs> um, my name is like Sa- no, no," the bearded man said. "We don't use names in VFD. We just call everybody sister, sister and brother, and because we believe all pi- all sisters are s- all." People are sisters and brothers. I'm confused. Klaus said. I always thought that brothers and sisters are people who share the same parents. Not all brothers said the bearded man. Some brothers and sisters are people united from for a common cause. Does that mean? Does that mean brother? Violet said, trying to use another of the word brother and not liking it very much. That you know names of anyone in this van. Well, that's right, sister, the bearded man say, said. And so you've never known the names of anyone who've been volunteer fighting who's been a volunteer fighting disease? Klaus asked. Not a single one, the bearded man said. Why do you ask? Well, there's a person that we know carefully, Violet said carefully, who we think might have been in the FD. He had one eyebrow instead of two, and a tattoo of an eye on his ankle. The bearded man frowned. I don't think I know anyone of that description. And I've been with the volunteer fighting disease since the organization first started. Rats, Sonny said. What my sister means, said Klaus, is that we're disappointed. We were hoping to learn more about this person. Are you sure he was in vo- volunteer fighting disease? She doesn't like that. I think she does like that. Look at her.
1: Look at her
0: ear. Yeah, it's because I'm scratching it. No, Klaus admitted, we don't, we just know he worked for volunteer something. Well, there are a lot of volunteer somethings, the bearded man replied. What you need is some sort of a library of records. Library of records, Violet said? A library of records is a place where official information is stored, the bearded man said. In a library of records, you could find every single volunteer organization in the world. Or you could just look up the person and see if there, there's a file on them. Perhaps that would tell you where he worked or how he knew our parents, Klaus said, speaking without thinking. Your parents, the bearded man said, looking around the van. Are they here too? The boatlers looked at one another, wishing their parents <sighs> were on this van. Um even though it would be awkward to call their father brother and their yes. mother sister.
1: Oh yeah they would.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it seemed that the children had been hundreds and hundreds of years since the terrible day at the beach that Mr. Mr. Poe brought them the dreadful news, but just as often as it seemed, it had been only minutes since Violet could picture her father sitting next to her, his hands pointing to something he had seen through the window. Klaus could picture his mother smiling and shaking her head in amusement at the ridiculous lyrics of VFD song. And Sonny could picture all five Baudelaire's together again with nobody fleeing from the police or accused of murder or trying to desperately to desperately solve mysteries or, worse of all, gone forever in the terrible fire. But just because you can picture something doesn't make it so. The Baudelaire parents were not in a van and the children looked at the bearded man and shook their heads sadly. My, you look glum, the bearded man said. Well, don't worry. I'm sure wherever your parents are, they're having a good time, so let's not see any frowning faces. Being cheerful is the whole point of the volunteer fighting disease. Volunteers fighting disease. What exactly will we be doing in the hospital, Violet said. Well, just what VFD said, the bearded man replied. We're volunteers and we'll be fighting disease. Oh, I hope we won't be giving shots, Klaus said. Needles make me a bit nervous. Of course we won't be giving shots the bearded man said. We only do cheerful things. Mostly we wander the halls and sing to the people and give them heart-shaped balloons like like sings like the song says. But how does but how does that fight disease Violet said? Well, because getting a cheerful balloon helps people picture getting better. And if you if you picture something, it makes it so, the bearded man explained. After a cheerful attitude, the most effective tool against sickness. Oh, after all, a cheerful attitude is the most effective tool against sickness. I thought antibiotics were, said Klaus. Echinacea, Sonny said, which means, or well-tested herb remedies. But the bearded man has stopped paying attention to the children and was looking out the window. Do you know echinacea is actually a flower that's, that prevents um, viruses and bacteria? Yeah, we have, we're have. we going to be growing it in our garden next year. Okay. Cool, huh? And it's a perennial, which means it comes back every year, so you don't even have to replant it. It just keeps dropping seed and making more. Okay, okay, kidster. Um, We've arrived, volunteers, he called out. We're at Heimlich Hospital. He turned to the Baudelaire's and pointed at the horizon. Isn't it a beautiful building? The children looked out the window of the van and and found that they could only half agree with the bearded man. For the simple reason that Heinlich Hospital was only half, okay. half of the building, of, at best two-thirds. The left of the hospital was a shiny white structure with a row of tall pillars and small carved portraits. Okay, that is going to get annoying, huh? Mm-hmm. Of famous doctors, oh my gosh, over each window. In front of the building was a neatly mowed lawn with the occasional patches of brightly colored wildflowers. But the rest, the right side of the hospital was scarcely structured at all. It was, it was let alone a beautiful one. There were a few boards nailed together into rectangles and a few planks nailed on the floor, but there were no walls or windows, and it looked like drawings of a hospital rather than a hospital itself. Any signs of okay? That letterbox is loud. Sorry guys. Any signs of pillars and not even the carved doctor portraits on this half-finished side just a few sheets of plastic fluttering in the wind and instead of the lawn there was just an empty field of dirt it was as if the architect is architect in charge of constructing the building had decided halfway through that he'd rather go on a picnic and had never returned the driver parked the van beneath the sign that was half finished too the word heimlich was in fancy gold letters on the clean white square of wood, but the word hospital was scrawled on ballpoint pen on a piece of cardboard that was ripped from an old box. I'm sure they'll finish it someday, the bearded man continued, but in the meantime we can picture the other half, and picturing is something that makes it so. So, now let's picture ourselves getting out of the van. The three Baudelaire's did not have to picture it, but they followed the bearded man behind the rest of the volunteers out of the van and onto the lawn in front of the prettier half of the hospital the members of vfd were stretching their arms and legs after the long drive and helping the bearded man remove a big bunch of heart-shaped balloons from the back of the van but the children merely stood around anxiously trying to figure out what to do next where should we oh my gosh where should we go violet said if we walk around the hallways of the hospital singing, people, someone will recognize us. Oh, well, that's true," said Klaus. The doctors and nurses, administrators, and patients can't all believe that no news is good news. I'm sure that some of them read, some of them read this morning's daily punctilio. Aronnax, Sonny said, which meant, and we're not getting any closer to to learning anything about VFD Jacques or Jacques Snicket. That's true, Violet agreed. Maybe we need to find a library of records, like the bearded man said. But we can't... Where can we find one, Klaus asked? We're in the middle of nowhere. No walk, said Sunny. I don't want to start all of that walking again either violet said but i don't see what else we can do okay volunteers the bearded man said he took his guitar out of the van and began playing some cheerful and familiar records everyone take a heart-shaped balloon and start singing we are the volunteer fighting disease and we're cheerful all day long if someone said that we're sad that person would be attention interrupted a voice that seemed to come from the sky the voice was a female, but very scratchy and faint, as if the voice were of a woman talking with a piece of aluminum foil over her mouth. Your attention, please, shh, everybody, the bearded man said. That's Babs, the head of human re- resources. The resources at the hospital, she must have an, appoint- an important announcement. Attention, the voice said, this is Babs, head of human resources. I have an important announcement. Where is she? Klaus asked him, worried that she might recognize the three accused murders. In the hospital, someplace. The bearded man. Oh, in the hospital, someplace. The bearded man replied. She preferred communicating over the intercom. The word intercom here refers to someone talking into a microphone, someone, someplace, and having their voice come out of speakers someplace else. And sure enough, the children noticed that a small row of square speakers placed on the finished half of the building just above the doctor's portraits attention the voice said again and it would have become scratchier and fainter if the woman with the piece of aluminum foil over her mouth had fallen into a swimming pool filled with fizzy soda this is not a pleasant way to hear someone talk and yet soon enough as babs made her announcement the savage beasts the savage breasts of the bottler orphans were instantly soothed as if the scratchy and faint voice were calming, pe- were a calming piece of music. But the Baudelaire's did not feel better because the the way a Bab's voice sounded. The announcement soothed the children's savage breast because of what it said. I need three members of the volunteer fighting disease who are willing to be given a new assignment, the voice called. Those three volunteers should report immediately to my office with its 17th door, which is the 17th door on the left. As you enter the finished half of the building. Instead of working around the hallways of the volunteer singing to people, these three volunteers will be working in the Library of Records here at Heimlich Hospital. It's like they knew, huh, Peyton? The volunteer fire, I mean, fighting, disease, fighting records, it's all coming together. Ah! Peyton, did you fall asleep? Mm -mm. It's morning, it's like light outside. Anytime I read, you get sleepy, huh? right? (laughs) She's shaking her head yes. Obviously. Obviously.